You know, there's a local company I guess I'd really lost touch with, and, and that's uh, that's a company that grew out of one location in South Lake Boardroom Salons for Men. And and it's just it grew like crazy. And they're in seven states, forty I think forty two locations. And then of course along came the pandemic and ice storms and all the challenges a brand new CEO could possibly want in life. Josh Goodell is the new CEO of the sixteen year old boardroom salons and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thanks for having me, David. I'm excited to be here. I, I'm excited to have you, but, but couldn't they have brought you in during better times? I mean, you have all these challenges right now. <laughs> I tell you what, I, 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 I have asked that question myself many times. Uh, you know, they, they want it to make it tough for me, so and they, they've done it. Well, tell me how how you guys have made it through a pandemic, because I mean, small businesses have been hurt, but something so intimate like you know, a hair salon where somebody's working on your nails or your hair and you're right there in front of your face. I mean, you all were shut down for a long time nationwide, right? Yeah, we were. And like most retail companies, we had to close all of our locations kind of in that mid-March 2020 time frame when everything started getting real. And like everybody else, we thought this was going to be a couple of weeks and uh, we ended up being shut down uh, almost two entire months. Uh, we were fully reopened by you know, early uh, June, excuse me. And, you know, a couple of things there. One, focus on the team, made sure that we were taking care of the team uh, in the salons and at the home office to, you know, make sure that everybody was feeling safe and uh, secure about their future. Uh, We had to take drastic actions to conserve cash, obviously, um, and making sure to guide the team through that as well. Uh, Work with our landlords, et cetera, to, to, to make sure that we could be prepared to take advantage of the situation when we were able to come back online, uh, had really great ownership partners and light Bay capital that uh, pledged their support and their capital as well. And then when it was time to reopen, we had a really methodical plan, worked with all areas of the business to make sure that we were running on all cylinders and really providing that safety promise to our clients and to our team to make sure that everybody felt safe and secure to come back into the salons and, you know, resume, Kind of business as usual. Um, luckily, we really saw a, a real uptick in new clients, uh, partly due to some of the efforts of our, our marketing team, but also, you know, as people looked upstream and saw that, you know, we were higher end, that our cleaning protocol was ready, best in industry at the time. And then we really didn't have to tweak them too much to really bring home that safety promise to our, our clientele. Oh, I mean, it was- uh, and so people... One of the first right. places yeah. I wanted to go after being—I mean—but yeah. I was—I was one profoundly hairy human being the first time I got in front of my barber. I would imagine <laughs> there were some challenges to to come along with. There, there were definitely—we actually have an internal website uh, on Facebook a, a, called Team Boardroom, and we get to post some really cool pictures of some what we call transformational haircuts. And there were a lot of those <laughs> post-pandemic where people were coming in, had a lot of. Uh, you know, very long hair, a lot of facial hair, uh, <laughs> a lot of pandemic beards that you saw on Zoom. I'm sure. You know, I, you know, usually when you when you're as diversified, you have a big footprint. You know, Arizona, Georgia, North Carolina, and Tennessee, and Oklahoma, Virginia, obviously all over Texas. But I would, and normally that's good because you know business maybe weak someplace and it's strong another. But everybody got hit, and then everybody, I would guess that every one of these states 
had different rules about reopening and when you could reopen and how many people could be in there. That must have been a challenge, trying to figure out what you could do and what you couldn't. Absolutely. It was challenging. But what we decided to do is we just said, hey, let's let's plus up and, and we'll lead with the, the highest common denominator and, and we'll max out our safety standards um, in every salon so that really we were doing the same things in every salon. We put up dividers. We had uh, fortuitous timing. We were implementing a new POS that enabled some touchless payment. Um, we had temperature checks. We had masks and, and did everything we could. Uh, you know, biggest challenge obviously being uh, the number of people that could be in the salon at one time, but we were able to work through that. And, and you know, we're big and diverse, like you said, but we're also, you know, high touch, very coordinated with our teams on the ground and, and at home office and, you know, really about communication and efficiency of movement to make sure that we were adjusting to the, the changing environment. Well, you, I mean, sort of encourage loitering. I mean, you've got bars and pool tables and, you know, big comfortable chairs. I guess a lot of that you couldn't, you couldn't implement in a situation like this. Yeah, no, that's a great point. We had to really limit the the biggest challenge was limiting the number of people that could be in the the lobby waiting for their appointment. And to, to your point, couldn't really loiter and lounge and uh, take advantage of the full experience as much. But once they got into the stylist chair, then it was you know, as as we always do, we we help them relax, look great, feel confident, and and really help them. Uh, let go of the stress of the day and of the pandemic and everything else and, and focus on them and taking care of them to make them feel great. Were you uh, able to hold absolutely. on to your people? Cause that's, that's such a, well, I mean, for lack of a better word, high touch business where you, you know, you develop a relationship with somebody who's cutting your hair, working on your, you know, hands or toes or whatever else. And you want to see the same face, but by the same token, they got to make money. Did, did many of them go off into other businesses? Did you have to get, get new people? You know, we actually did a really good job of retaining our core team. And, and you're absolutely right. It's all about the people. That's our product. It's our you know, bread and butter. And, and we work really hard providing the best benefits in the industry to retain the best talent. And really, I think that's what helped serve us well during this is that we were very proactive about helping the teams, making sure that they felt safe and taking care of the ones that weren't comfortable. We worked with, um, you know, the government had a lot of benefit programs for those team members that were displaced uh, due to COVID. Right. Uh, and then as we started bringing them back, the ones that were comfortable uh, were that definitely came back. We did lose some to that decided to maybe go and try it on their own with some of these salon suites. Uh, but for the most part, uh, the only ones we lost were due to either being a little bit uncomfortable coming back or due to childcare issues. And we've you know, left an open spot for them when they're ready. And some of them have pledged that once they get the vaccine, they're, they're coming back. So our, our clientele has been very understanding of that as well. They, their focus was really making sure that we were getting open so that the, the team members could get back to work and start making money. And, um, you know, one of the things that's really great about our clients is that they're affluent and they tip well, and they really stepped up, especially when the COVID um, kind of first allowed us to reopen, they really stepped up with strong, strong tips for the team. Yeah, uh, and bad. so, uh, and that helped entice other team members that were maybe a little concerned about coming back to, to come back on. So were so you able to keep all the, lo- were you able to keep all the locations? Yeah, we kept all the locations. We didn't close any locations. Uh, we worked with our landlord partners to uh, get some rent relief in certain areas and uh, definitely 
uh, and in fact, opened one location in August in Raleigh, North Carolina. That was a new state for us. We had it built and we're ready to go when uh, the whole shutdown went. So we had to sit on that for a little while, but uh, we were able to open it in, in August. And then, as you said, we opened in Virginia in January in Fairfax, Virginia. So that was our first foray into the D.C. market, which is a really exciting market for us. You know, I would guess, I mean, there are a lot of businesses that are don't have the the backing that you guys obviously have in the deep pockets. And consequently, there ought to be a lot of sort of plum locations, good real estate out there. Are you are you eyeing any of that for expansion? Absolutely. You know, that's that's our our goal right now is to stabilize the business. My vision, I think it ties in with a lot of what uh, the economists and, and other people in the industry are talking about is that we're going to see sequential return to normalcy as we move through the quarters. Uh, yeah, I think we're already starting to see this last week, a little bit of pent up demand due to the ice storms, as you said, another challenge that was thrown in our way, but a uh, little bit of pent up demand last week, but we, we had one of our best weeks post pandemic. And so we're, we're just seeing that, that demand continue to increase over time. And so uh, really working on making sure that, we're ready for that coming demand in our existing stores. But then as we look ahead, we're working with our real estate partners. We work with Rand Horowitz from shop companies who's based out of Dallas and he's actually on our board of directors. He's fantastic real estate partner and eyeing real estate opportunities throughout the country. How do you, how do you promote yourself? I mean, in, in Texas, I, my sense is you, especially the big cities, you have enough locations that you could, It'd be cost effective to sort of do, you know, broad advertising, but but otherwise you can't do national advertising. How do you get the word out? Correct. You know, that's a great point. And we have a great marketing team. We work a lot on really targeted social. We have some always on email campaigns, uh, really a lot of referral business. Uh, we do a great job taking care of our clients and they tell their friends and we incentivize them to refer somebody to us uh, and then you know, as you said, a lot of our stylists, they, they have their own book of business. And so if, you know, we're able to recruit a, a stylist, they, they bring people in with them. But uh, especially as we go into new markets, so you're exactly right. We're well known in our existing markets, but uh, we really work hard on, you know, getting the name out, helping us to um, promote the brand, build up some demand as we get ready to do our grand opening. And that's, you know, multi-channel working with PR partners, uh, and again, social media, those types of things that are just really targeted at our core target customer. Well, I'd say that uh, during your brief tenure, you've seen about everything, and I can't, you know, it's famous last words. I, we may have locusts this summer, <laughs> I don't know, but I would think you could probably overcome everything. I'm particularly impressed that you kept all the locations and have added them. Look, we, we wish you all the luck. Thanks a lot for being well, with us. Well, thank you. Thanks. That's Josh Goodell. I, I, Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say I appreciate the time and the, you know, great team. And, uh, you know, it's no fun without a challenge, right? Yeah, good point. Good point. Josh Goodell is the new CEO of uh, Boardroom Salons for Men, which is headquartered in Southlake. For more of our conversation with Mr. Goodell, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.